Welcome to Liberate Your People Pleaser. I'm Brenda Florida, certified life coach, and I am on a mission to liberate people to their authentic power and ideal self-expression. So what's a people pleaser? Well, those of us who are people pleasers are usually very loving and kind. We're empathetic. We also tend to prioritize other people's needs over our own, which leaves us feeling not seen and not heard. We're great at anticipating the needs of others and often put ourselves in second place. We're great doers and nurturers, and we often have the role of keeping the peace, whether it's in our families or in the workplace. Well, the first thing I wanna share with you is that there's nothing wrong with you. But we do wanna take some of these qualities of people pleasing that we focus so much on other people and turn them on to ourselves first, which turns them into our superpower. To find out more, listen to this next episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. Have you ever wondered how your life might really change if you got good at setting boundaries? Well, I was so thrilled. A few weeks ago, I had a client uh, who I had coached for several months reach out to me. And here's what she said. She said, I didn't realize how much better everything in my life would feel once I learned how to set boundaries. And I love that she used the word feel, how much better everything in her life feels now that she's learned to set boundaries. So I want you to know that that's possible for you. I am Brenda Florida, Certified Life Coach, and we are on episode 53 of the Liberate Your People Pleaser podcast. So we are starting our second year in our podcast world here. And so I'm so thrilled you're here, whether this is your first episode or your 53rd. Uh, I'm just glad you're here and here for this conversation today about boundaries, because I think it's one of the hardest things that as people pleasers, we can do. And, and I guess the way I want to say that is when we're locked into the coping mechanism side of people pleasing. So that's the side that doesn't serve us anymore. That's the side of people pleasing that gets us going along with others, putting our needs, you know, on the back burner, keeping our mouth shut, not speaking our truth because we don't want to rock the boat, you know, all these things that we do that make other people happy, but it comes at the expense of ourselves. That's what I like to think of as like the coping mechanisms of people pleasing, whereas the healthy expression of those are that I'm really tuned into what I need. I'm prioritizing what I need. I'm knowing what my truth is. I'm able to speak my truth. All these things that we typically tune into others for at our own expense all we have to do is tune them into ourselves. And it doesn't make us assholes to everybody else, right? When I'm tuning into myself in love, I'm tuning into other people in love too. I'm setting boundaries in love. I'm not setting boundaries because I'm necessarily so angry or fed up that I just have to say no now. I mean, that can happen. And listen, anytime you say no, I don't care if it took anger to get you there. Anger can be a great motivator. And just because we're angry doesn't mean it's not in love, okay? Because if I'm setting a boundary in love to myself, 
that's the boundary that needs to be set. And sometimes I might say it or do it in anger, sure, because we're human. Many, many other times, because most of us as people pleasers are sort of slow to stand up for ourselves, we can sort of let our, allow ourselves to process that anger and then come back and set the boundary from a much calmer place. There's no right or wrong. Any boundary you set is a good boundary. Um, but this notion that my client, you know, is living now that everything feels better in her life because of those boundaries. And she started out where all of us do, where we're terrified of setting boundaries. We're not setting boundaries, you know, with friends, with spouses, with in the workplace, you know, this client is an entrepreneur. And she also said her business has been growing by leaps and bounds since she started setting boundaries because she's working with more people that are really her ideal clients and not wasting a lot of time and stress and energy on people who are not her ideal clients. Cause you know, the ones that are not our ideal clients are always the ones that are the most time consuming and the most frustrating and the most demanding and all of that. Whereas our ideal customers are just a breeze, you know, for the most part. So it influences us in every area of our life, how good we end up being at setting boundaries. And it is a journey. You know, she and I worked for many months before she said that. And there were many times where she would reach out to me in between a session and be like, oh, I know I need to have this conversation with somebody and I'm not sure what to say. And we, you know, kind of practice what words she would use to say it, right? Because same was true for me. When I first started setting boundaries back 30 years ago, I didn't even know what to say. I didn't know what to say to my husband or to a friend to try to express what I wanted. One, I could hard, there's kind of a process here where first you have to know your, get clear yourself on what you want or what you need, right? So I couldn't always even figure that out. I could tell I didn't like what was going on, but I was so unaccustomed to thinking about life from that perspective of, how is this impacting me? Do I like it? Dislike it? You know, where am I at on this? I, I was, so, you're not all as bad off as I was, so to speak, but you know, I was never raised with any sense of self-discovery, any encouragement to, you know, be my authentic self in whatever language in the sixties and seventies people would have used for that. You know, I was raised in a home and in a religious environment that just wanted me to conform, that wanted me to believe whatever an authority figure told me was true and not question it and be the kind of perfect, you know, girl, teenager, wife, mother that I was quote unquote supposed to be. And for me, for whatever reasons, I never rebelled against that. I was just like, okay, you know, let me do that. So I worked really hard at being who I thought everybody else wanted me to be. And so I wasn't even used to thinking about what it is that I want or how would I have wanted to handle that differently or have somebody else handle it differently with me, the things that start to set the stage for a boundary. When is my mother being too intrusive? I mean, my mother and I had no boundaries. She would ask me anything. I would tell her, you know, how much money are we making or what, you know, just any intrusive thing she would ask because she has no boundaries. And that seemed very normal to me, right? And so I, some of you probably can relate to that. And so like stage one is even just thinking about life and how it's unfolding from a perspective of 
what do I want? What do I not want? What, you know, on a scale of one to 10, is this a two or an eight that I can't stand it, you know, or whatever. So we can start to get our bearings on our own inner truth to start to uncover. So our inner truth is always there. It never leaves us, but it's like, it gets covered up with years and years of this accommodating and uh, like, think of it as being covered up with blankets. And so you can't see through those blankets to your truth. We have to just keep peeling back the layers of blankets, uh, which are everybody else's wants and desires. You know, what we've been told we're supposed to do and be and think and have and all those things and just keep pulling those back layer by layer until we find that truth that is within us that is, Oh, I love purple hair. <laughs> you know, I love to eat meat and rich, creamy sauces. I hate cilantro, you know, like just discovering what that is that you like to love and don't like to hate, right? Like the whole spectrum. What is that? So that's a whole part of the journey for those of you who aren't used to even seeing life that way as I was not. And then once you see it and you realize, oh, okay, no, like this is what, this really hurt me when this person said that and I don't like being treated that way. Okay. I get that. And now I want to tell them in essence, they can't speak to me that way again. But how do I say that? Because the mind, as much as I'm sure you hearing me saying, you can't speak to me that way, sounded so simple. When we are in that and we're not used to setting boundaries, those simple words don't usually even come into our minds. And if they do, we dismiss them as being too simple. Like, no, I've got to explain myself. I've got to rationalize. I've got to justify. I've got to you know, whatever, whatever. And then we get into this whole complex thing and all of that swirling around in our minds zaps our energy to the point that it just seems so much easier to go along and we never set the boundary. And so it's like this vicious cycle. I was talking about this the other night on cocktails and coaching. So if you haven't joined us in my private Facebook group, Liberate Your People Pleaser, which there's a link in the show notes, or you can go on Facebook and search that. Liberate your people, please, or just like this podcast. Enjoy my private Facebook group because every week on Wednesday, I do a free session with everybody. We do it on Zoom. And so I'll do, you know, some kind of hot seat coaching if anybody wants coaching or, you know, we'll just talk about a topic. And recently we talked about this idea of energy leaks. So if you think of like a ball, like think of a beach ball, okay? So you just to have an image in your mind and it's full of air, right? It's all blown up. And that's your energy, okay? And if you listen to the episode or have heard me talk about the sandbox, we can combine this with our sandbox. It's perfect, right? A beach ball in a sandbox. So all of us live, our life is our sandbox. We, our body, our thoughts, our feelings, our decisions, you know, are all, that's our sandbox. And we're responsible for everything in our sandbox. We're responsible for our bodies. We're responsible for what we think, how we feel, how we react to people, what we do, you know, that's what we're responsible for. That energy that's in that beach ball, that's what we're responsible for. Everybody else has their own sandbox and they are responsible for their thoughts and feelings and reactions and their bodies and their, you know, all the things. And we are not responsible for their sandbox and they are not responsible for ours. So within that metaphor, we've got this beach ball, which is all my energy. Okay. The beach ball is full of all the energy that's available to me physically, mentally, spiritually, you know, all the things 
at any given point in time. And when I am focusing on other people's needs at my own expense, it's like there's a little, you know, pinprick in the ball and air starts to leak out, right? I just thought of an air mattress because that's so irritating, right? Have you slept on an air mattress where like three hours into the night, all of a sudden a little bit of air has been leaking the whole time and you didn't notice it, but now your butt's on the floor. Okay. So think of it kind of like that. We're going to stay with the beach ball, but the air mattress is perfect too. Anyway, there are these leaks. And every time we focus on another person at our own expense, we give because we feel obligated to, or because we're wanting the applause from it or anything like that's a leak. And so our energy gets depleted. And then when we need to set that boundary, another big energy leak is, is what I'm going to call just tolerating things, right? It's that in this way, tolerance is not a good thing. Usually we use that word in a positive way, but in this way, what I mean is tolerating somebody being mean to you, tolerating somebody um, ignoring your wants and needs, tolerating somebody's bad temper, tolerating somebody's abuse in the workplace or their sexism or um, gender or, you know, any kind of racist, biased, abusive behavior, whether it's for your sexual expression or your gender or whatever it is, whenever we tolerate that or go along with it, or we, you know, start acting or behaving in a certain way, because we know these people will accept that part of me, but everything else I'm going to shut down because they won't like that, you know, then all of that stuff is a leak in that beach ball. And then if we need to set a boundary, there's no air left in it to give us the energy. There's no energy left in it for us to stand up for ourselves. And so it just feels so much easier to go along with it one more time. You know what? I'm, I'm going to wait. And if it comes up again, I'll say something the next time, you know, kind of a thing, which I'm sure you can all relate to because we've all done it to rationalize why we're not going to set the boundary. Now we'll do it later. Uh huh. And then later typically doesn't come. So Think about that beach ball and what are the energy leaks that you're having in your life? They may be with specific people. They may be around just a certain type of circumstance where you know you end up being vulnerable to setting your truth aside and going along with the crowd or doing, you know, for others at your own expense or over-functioning for somebody who you've been in relationship with for a long time, or it could be one of your children and they're adults and you're over-functioning for them, or they, they don't even have to be adults. They could be teenagers, whatever. And you're over-functioning for them, which allows them to under-function. And it just seems so much easier to keep staying in that cycle than to rally the energy on your own behalf to say, no, you know what? You're going to clean your own room. You're going to do your own laundry. You're going to pay your own bills, you know, whatever it is. I'm thinking obviously now about children, uh, but sometimes spouses uh, and be able to stand for yourself in that because you have the energy to do that on your own behalf because you haven't allowed your energy to be depleted by all these leaks. So I want you to think about where some leaks might be in your energy beach ball right now. And I'll tell you what, I've got a new 90-day package I'm offering until I until my calendar gets full here. So I, I don't know how much longer I'll be able to have uh, my offer open for this, but it's called It's Your Turn. And you're going to hear more about it in, the, in a minute when this podcast is reaching the end here. 
uh, to get more details, but the link is in the show notes. And this is a 90 day package where we're going to work on whatever it is specifically you need help with, right? So that you can take your turn because it is your turn. It's your turn to set boundaries. It's your turn to feel that feeling of everything in my life is better now because I what fill in the blank, you know, for this client that emailed me recently, it was about setting boundaries for you. It might be something else. It might be learning how to love yourself, learning how to stop feeling guilty, learning how to get out of self-judgment. That's why I love one-on-one coaching because it's so very specific to exactly what you need. And we, when we work together for 90 days, it gives you the time and the space to allow this new version of yourself to emerge, to have the time to try the tools and the things that we talk about and, you know, put them into place and then fine tune them. And, oh, well that triggered that. And, you know, so then we're back together again, you get nine sessions in this 90 days, plus you get Voxer support in between. Voxer is a messaging service. It's free. It's an app. It's easy. And, but we can, you know, voice message each other instead of having to type or text and you can say, hey, I'm really struggling with this boundary. I'm not sure what to say, you know, and I can message you back and say, hey, why don't you try something like this or that, you know, because I know what's going on with you because we're meeting together on a regular basis. And so this is a really powerful package for transformation. So check the show notes. You're going to see a link for a form that has just a few questions. It won't take you, you know, five minutes or something to fill that out. And then I'll give you a call and we'll see if now is the right time for you to really open up into the person that you can be and get out of being stuck in the overwhelm or the guilt or just that feeling of always being on the back burner because it is your turn. So stay tuned for more about that. And I'll see you in the next episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. I have got something super special for you. I am opening up my calendar right now and a handful of people who are ready to liberate their people pleaser can join me for a special 90 day coaching package. This is a one-on-one coaching package. We're going to work on your specific challenges, issues, whatever it is. I'm calling it the it's your turn 90 day coaching package. You get nine full sessions over these 90 days. And then the whole time I'll be connected to you through a voice app called Voxer, where you can leave me a message. If you're having a freak out or have a question or a difficult conversation, you're just not sure how to say what you want to say or whatever it is. And I can message you back. So this is a lot of support over 90 days, which gives you enough time to really allow for the transformation that is seeking to emerge in you to take hold. So please click on the link in the show notes to get more information about that. And then also know that my freebies are always available to you with the private Facebook group, Liberate Your People Pleaser. And you can follow me on Instagram at Brenda Florida Coach. So I look forward to seeing you in It's Your Turn. Oh, this is just all wrong.